welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Parshas Bereshis, the Optical Illusion World. Shalom to everyone. As we all know, we are starting the new cycle of the Parsha reading this week, and we're starting with Bereshis. And I've been waiting for a long time for this Parsha because my dear Chavrusa, Rabashi Stengi, shared with me an idea a while ago that's relevant to this Parsha and I wanted to share it with you. And it's very unique and original and has a lot to do with something we've been talking about throughout the years, so I wanted to share it with you. As we know, the Parsha starts off with the seven days of creation. But it seems like behind the scenes there's a theme of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world and a certain setup that He set up for the world for us. On day one, we, sh- we know that Hashem created the light. The Torah expresses it the following. God says, let there be light, and there was light. Meaning, there was a very obvious and straight connection between the speech of Hashem to the actual creation, the existence of light. No intermediary anything between HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying that something should be created, the light, and it was created. Let's now move on to day two. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the Rakia, the sky. Here, it's very interesting. The first Pasuk says, and God says, let there be a Rakia, just like with the light. But then it doesn't say that the Rakia just formed itself, like with the light. But rather, it says, and then God made the Rakia. It seems like there's a making now that needs to be done. It's not enough that Hashem says something and automatically something happens. It's as if the world of creation is, the creation of the world is a, a bit, a step more removed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what it seems like to be. Of course it's not, but that's what it seems like. Day three, it's even more of that idea that it's hidden from us, that Hashem is behind everything. Why? It's more removed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What do we see in day three? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the land, it says to the land to sprout out of it grass. It does not say, let there be grass. It doesn't even say that Hashem made the grass. It asked the ground to create grass. So it seems like there's another step removed from Hashem wanting to create something and the creation coming into fruition. Meaning there's a full out middle step that is the ground that it has create to create the grass. It almost seems like in every step of the creation, Hashem's word is being filtered from a certain perspective until something gets created. On day one, directly connected to Hashem's word, the light was created. On day two, another step needed to be done. Hashem needed to create, to make the Rakia. And on day three, now we see a a climax of that idea where the land has to create something and not Hashem himself. Another interesting Nakud over here is that the Torah feels like it's required, HaKadosh Baruch feels it's required for us to know that both the vegetables and, and fruits are Zorea Zera, meaning they have the ability for self-sustenance, that they, you could take the seed and it could produce more of the same. Why is the Torah telling us this idea? What's so important about this? It almost seems to be to ensure there's an optical illusion that things in this world, i.e. nature, is self-sustaining. It can create more of its own 
on its own. Before we move on, what we're trying to say over here is, as we said before in previous Divrei Torah, there's an optical illusion HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up in the world, as if nature is running the show, and not Chas V'Shalom HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Day 4 fits very nicely with this idea that we're saying, because the sun and the moon were created, and once again, it's as if they are producing the light for us. What happened to the original light Hashem created? This again fits with the idea that there's another thing in the world that is a medium that gives us something, the light, and not Hashem directly. There's a lot of hints to this idea later on I saw in the Ramban, if you look in these Pesukim. Day 5, Hashem created the fish and the birds. So if you see again, these things, the fish were created from the water, just like we said before, the grass was from the land, also here it was created from the water and not directly from Hashem. But there is another dimension over here. That for the first time Hashem created a, li- a living being is formed from the physical universe. Something we haven't seen yet. Again, trying to show us that there is other beings that can affect the universe, not only Hashem, because now there is physical beings in the world. Day 6 is really the epitome of this idea because Hashem created man. Man, as we know, is the living creature that can affect the universe more than anyone. For example, a person can plant a seed. Or today, even more so, Hashem made it to our ability to duplicate cells and do all kinds of things we know in all kinds of areas. And so, once again, this whole idea that Hashem is the master of the of the world is this this whole idea is a bit sketchy now. Chas v'shalom to say that, but that's what Hashem wants us to to have an isayon that it'll be up to us to choose and to realize that behind nature is it's all a Buchu and a Buchu runs the world. And that's a very important theme to understand because we see it over and over again in our lives that there are all these things around us, especially in our generation, that try to portray as if, I mean, it's an optical illusion, of course, that Hashem set up, but as if it's not Hashem running the world. But we all know the truth, that HaKadosh Buhu is running the world, and that is the test we have. And we have to reiterate that idea. And we see how HaKadosh Buhu set up the world, it's screaming out to us, I'm showing you what I'm doing. I'm setting up a system in the world, an optical illusion, for those of you who remember, whoever saw this movie called The Truman Show, same idea. Everything was set up for him to think he lived in the real world. So to us, because Shbuchu set up a system in which it will be as if nature is running its course and it's not a Shbuchu behind the scenes. Then we finally come to the seventh day. The seventh day, Shabbos. Shabbos is to ensure we do not make that mistake that we just said but rather stop everything and realize HaKadosh Buhu is running the show. We're nothing. And we know it's all Hashem. Hashem rests so that we don't do work. We don't do anything and we realize, yes, it's everything's coming from Hashem. It might be an optical illusion that sometimes things seem to be different, but it's all Hashem. There are other mitzvahs that we have that have a similar idea to it, such as Shemitah, that every seven Every se- on the seventh year, every seven year, years, we cannot do any work in the land. Don't forget that once upon a time, everyone made their living from being farmers. And everyone had to stop and totally trust Hashem. Because Hashem is behind nature and Hashem promises us 
in the in the Torah that he'll take care of us. He'll give us extra in the sixth year or whatever it is to ensure that we'll have enough. These mitzvahs are again showing the idea we blindly trust that Kadosh Buchi and No Hashem runs the world despite the optical illusions that Hashem set up forth for us so that we have a Nisayon or else there's no there's no freedom of choice it's so obvious if there wasn't this optical illusion Hashem set up for us and of course it's up to us with the brain capacity that Kadosh who gave us to come to this realization we'll we just end off with a small story I remember this is a great parable for this idea I don't remember all the details, but the important part of it is the following. That once upon a time, there were people that lived in a village, a very a village from days way back. And they didn't even have cars or anything in the village. But one time, a visitor came to the village and told them about something that's a train. And they were amazed. What do you mean, a train? There's one thing that takes is connected to other, to a cart. And each cart is connected to the next cart. And they were able to go on their own. The village decided, let's send two people to figure it out, how this thing works, so that they can create the same thing in their village. So they went to the city, took them a lot of days, weeks to get there. And they come back after months, and they said, Bol Hashem, we were able, I don't know if they said Bol Hashem, but they said, we were able to figure out not 90% of how of the whole idea to solve this problem, how they created the train, and they started ex- explaining that there's one cart that the reason it's able to move is because it's connected to the the tenth cart is connected to the ninth cart, and the ninth cart's able to move because it's connected to the eighth cart that's moving, and they continue going down the line until they get to the second cart, and they said, oh, so that's so that's and the second cart. It's connected to the first cart, and that first cart, which as we know is what pushes all the train, pulls all the train, that, we don't know how it works. So, the funny thing is, yeah, but that's the whole solution. That's exactly us. We see that nature does things, and it's an optical illusion as if nature is running the world. But we all know that the famous question is always, how was the first atom created? How How is nature created? It's all coming from HaKadosh Bohu. Just like in Hanukkah, we'll end with this, that in Hanukkah there's a famous question, the miracle was that the light lasted for another seven days. Another seven days. One day was normal for it to last. So ask the Beis Yosef, the most famous question in Hanukkah, why are we celebrating Hanukkah for eight days and not seven days? Seeing that Hanukkah is the next holiday we have, we have to say send about Hanukkah. And one of the answers is, there's 101 answers to this question, but one of the answers is because we're also celebrating the fact that there is nature in the world, that Hashem created the nature and we realize that. And the fact that oil burns is something that Hashem put this mitzvah, this reality in the world. And we, and we are showing that we recognize this idea that even nature comes from a Kodesh that we'll be able to live our lives realizing that everything is just an optical illusion and really it's all הקדוש ברוך הוא בכבודו ועצמי. בצ'אבס.
This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, Prismoftorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Le Bastiano, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Isaac Ben Moshe.